Hello, and welcome to the This Way Out podcast, a part of the This Way Out project. My name is Miguel Mata, and I would like to personally thank you for tuning in today to share some of your valuable time. This podcast is all about being a source of positive energy and messages. Here, I try to help those struggling with issues that can weigh heavily on the mind and make the world we live in seem like a dark and impossible place. I do this by sharing advice from personal experience, through stories from ordinary people who have overcome their own challenges, and other uplifting stories to help shed some light on the world we live in. In the end, my mission is to support you and help you feel better about yourself and your surroundings. All I'm asking for is a chance. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to This Way Out. Uh, Miguel Mata here with another awesome, awesome, awesome person who's doing great things for herself and the community. Remember, we, we here on This Way Out, we try to show uh, ways of, you know, the world is, it can seem so like, ugh. <laughs> but there's good stuff happening. There's good stuff happening. And who I have with me today is uh, Lily Dag Dag. And she's just going to share some stuff about what she's got going on in the world and say, hey, look, we've got we've got good people, good stuff still happening, still proving it, still proving it. <laughs> and she's not a celebrity and she's not. Maybe, maybe you will be someday. Not a celebrity quite yet. You know, it's not, you know, the, the big people that we see on TV. She's, you know, regular person, just like just like you and everybody, anybody who's watching. So, Lily, thanks for thanks for being on my show. Thanks for having me. Um. You know, before we get started, uh, if you don't mind, tell us a little bit of, about yourself. You know, I, I don't know, whatever, whatever you feel comfortable sharing. So, um, I am a business owner. I ran a business with my twin sister. We've been in business for about 10 years. I'm also a student currently doing my second degree in graphic design. My first degree kind of just sits in a corner doing nothing because I don't do anything with it. Um, I've been married to my high school sweetheart for over 13 years. Uh, he was in the military for seven years until an injury meant that he was medically discharged a few years ahead of schedule. Um, I have three kids, five, nine, and 12. My five and nine-year-old are autistic, which presents some fun days and some not so fun days. <laughs> um, other than that, I spend a lot of my free time watching K-dramas online and reading books whenever I actually have time to focus on a book. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. K-dramas. Those seem to be getting a lot more popular nowadays. I don't know anything about them. But... I fought them so hard <laughs> because I was like, no, I will not watch something where I need to read subtitles. But yeah. eventually I got into them. <laughs> yeah. They're, start they're definitely picking up on popularity. I know, a I know of a couple people that are that are very much into them that, that's all that's i mean that's that's so fascinating where are you from originally well where are you at right now we're in the washington dc area okay uh only about 20 minutes out of washington dc um and i'm originally from the philippines oh originally from the philippines okay that's really cool um you can kind of hear it right in your in your in your accent you kind of hear it it's kind of neat uh I used to get confused uh, just whatever fyi I'm, i might delete this but just fyi when i was active right um <laughs> especially happened when i would go to korea you know the filipino people would 
always come up to me and ask me myself Filipino. I was like, I'm not Filipino. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm Mexican. Nobody really knows who anybody or anybody is from nowadays. You know, we're all mixed up. Well, I appreciate you being on the show. And um, what you have going on, something that I wanted to feature, especially, uh, was that business that you're into. You said you, you, um, you're in a business with your, with your twin sister. And um, what, kind of, what kind of business is it? So we started our first business 10 years ago when my husband was overseas in Korea. I said, you know, a day job just isn't going to happen. So forget this. I'm just going to do something on my own. And my twin sister had already gotten burned out of her corporate job after only a year. So she's like, you know what? I'll go ahead and do that with you. So we spent about four years wasting time doing this, doing that, searching back and forth. Uh, until September 2013 when we finally landed on website design. So that is what we do now. We completely do website design with WordPress. Um, and then about four or five years ago, we decided to launch our passion project, which is Operation Site Launch. Um, we were at a local event for entrepreneurs, veteran entrepreneurs. And I was thinking, you know, I think it's so amazing what they're doing here. They're helping people who are sort of in the process of getting out of the military to figure out what they want to do with their lives after they get out. And I was like, what can I do in a similar way to help the military? And I was like, hey, I already do websites. I'll just do that. So for a while, we were basically providing discounted website services to military entrepreneurs. Last year, I decided to kind of, in some ways, narrow my focus but in others broaden it where we decided to mainly focus on military spouses just because it's easier when I'm uh, marketing it to be like it's for military spouses not it's for active veteran whatever it just right. gets right. to be too long um, but in another way we've sort of widened our focus where we kind of want to become an all-in-one resource for military spouses including accountability coaching you know, everything they could need from when they're starting their business all the way up until the first year of their business so they can get assistance in sort of running and growing in the day-to-day -day of the business. And then I would imagine, you know, the somewhere along the way, um, what probably, you know, helped, uh, helped you decide to make it military spouse focus is that you're a military spouse yourself. You know a little bit about what it means to be a military spouse. Absolutely. I mean, I always say to people, I can speak to a military spouse's pain point. I can't speak to a veteran's pain point. I couldn't be a veteran. I'd never pass boot camp. But I can absolutely speak to military spouses because that's a life that I lived for a while. And I mean, you never really stop being a military spouse, do you? Yeah. I was just thinking to myself, my wife, my wife just said something, something close to that. You know what I mean? She, <laughs> she was saying stuff, talking about that stuff. Just out of curiosity, um, what is it is it hard to get a, a a website generated for someone i mean like what are what's i guess what i'm asking is let's say there's a, a military spouse out there that has an idea that they would like to work at home um what can you do you have like starter programs for them or do they have to have the whole idea for themselves what business they want to get into so we've offered we're kind of changing our offerings to really account for the fact that we're working with people who are just getting started right for a long time all we did was offer our regular services but at a discounted price and then we realized it didn't really make any sense because the people in our regular business are people who are supposed to be well established 
versus the people on upper site launch as opposed to people who are just getting started. The needs of the two markets are completely different, even outside of the whole military aspect. Um, so that's why we've kind of changed our offerings to reflect the fact that it's for people who are just getting started. Um, the thing about websites is websites are about as complicated as you want to make them, right? You can make a website that has a thousand pages, so many different effects, blah, blah, blah. Or you could make something that's relatively simple. Nowadays, we work with WordPress, but there are website builders like Wix, Weebly, whatever, you know, Squarespace that are drag and drop. And if you can't afford to hire a professional, I absolutely think that you should be able to DIY in this, you know, day and age where there is stuff available like that. However, I think the one thing that's missing is that too many people think that because you can drag and drop that anybody can build a website. Which I guess technically is true. Anybody can build a website, but can yeah, anybody yeah, build Yeah, technically, a- sure. <laughs> I, I built my own website through Wix. It looks not good. <laughs> but can they build a website that will actually land the business? I don't know. That's an entirely different question. Um, so I think that the strategy there is sort of what's missing when too many people try to kind of DIY. So that is one of the resources that we will be coming out with soon is something to help people kind of plan their website from beginning to end. That way, even if they don't hire us, even if they do it on their own, at least the website will be built with an idea of who am I designing this website for? How do I want to use the website? And how do I get that across in the design? Which I think for most people should be enough to at least get them to have something that's professional and that will work in the meantime until they can either learn more or afford to hire somebody else hmm. uh there was um there was something that i wanted to highlight really there's a there's kind of a there really is a, a, a bit of a personal angle to this entrepreneurship that that you're going that you're um you know that you're working working on right now right um, and it's a, it's a message that I think um, that, that, that can speak to a lot of people, especially um, wives and women um, and maybe some guys. But, um, you know, I asked you when we did our little pre-interview, you know, had you always wanted to be an op- entrepreneur? And you said something in that conversation that I think that was so um, such an important message. Do you remember what you said? Yeah, and I actually repeated it on another podcast the other day, so I'm glad it happened and I was talking to you. Um, You know, a lot of people will say, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur my entire life. I always knew that's what I was going to be. I definitely did not. You know, for the first 20 years of my life, I thought I was going to go to law school, become a lawyer, blah, blah, all of that, until I decided, no, I don't want that, and just kind of threw that out the window. Uh, When me and my husband got married, I was working at a nonprofit, and You know, I loved what I did there, but once he came back from his first deployment, I had to leave that job and I wasn't able to start working there again because of the constant moves. Um, So I went ahead and started my own business more out of necessity than anything else. But one thing I've found, the reason that's kept me going is that having this business is like a creative outlet for me. It's something that I'm able to do, something that I really love and at the end of the day, something that's mine. Uh, being a military spouse, more often than not, you get called by your husband's last name, or I guess your last name, and not your name. I, I guarantee you, a majority of his buddies don't know my first name because <laughs> they call me Dagdag's wife or Mrs. Dagdag. <laughs> um, and it's the same thing, you know, being the mom of two special needs kids. Whenever I go to school, I'm Jordan's mom or I'm Emily's mom. I'm not even Mrs. Dagdag, I'm just their mom. 
Uh, but in the business world, especially as I get known more and more around different communities, whether it's the military spouse entrepreneur community or the veteran community or just female business owners, um, I'm able to have something that's really mine. And I think that, you know, having something that defines my identity outside of being a mom and a military spouse. Uh, and special needs mom is, is really important and it's really been helpful to me and has kind of helped me through some of the darker times even right now you know with everything that's going on with COVID I still have my business I still get up every morning and do what I have to do to to run my business and I know that that's mine um, and not even apparently the COVID can take that away <laughs> yeah there's there's kind of a, a another layer to this that that I talk that I happen to speak to quite a bit on this on this podcast and on this project, which is, you know, if you're someone, and I don't know if this is necessarily you, you know, I think you just kind of mentioned it, you know, with, um, well, I mean, there's just something that I speak to when it comes to like, um, depression and anxiety is Mm -hmm. that if you can have purpose, a reason to get up in the day. And, um, recently I, I shared a message about how, you know, if you feel yourself, if you feel yourself being overwhelmed or you get those anxious feelings, you know, you have to make your circle small. You have to shrink your bubble. You have to break things down to their simplest parts, which is, you know, break it down to the W's. Get up out of the de- get up out of out of bed. You know, brush your teeth, that sort of stuff. But get dressed and get ready for for the day, even if you don't have anything planned. And at least for if you're if you have a, a business, even if it's a small business or a website or something like that, you know it's to me it sounds like a good way to give yourself purpose you know just like you said this this is this is a part of your identity this is a part of who you are and um i i feel like i could be speaking out of of turn here because i don't want to speak for every everybody and i definitely don't want to talk about something i'm not i'm not uh qualified to speak to but it just seems to me like especially with women nowadays um maybe less less now but only only minutely less than than previous is you know women have been having to put their 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 selves their identity aside so they can be moms and so they can be wives and i just i think it's awesome when you when you talk about your entrepreneurship your business gives you an identity and anytime anybody can find their purpose and find their identity. I think that's, I think that's spot on. So congratulations, good for you. And and I think it's interesting that you bring it up in the lens of the depression and anxiety because I've been dealing with both for a long time, at least since high school. Um, and we won't talk about how long ago that was, but it's a long time. Um, and you know, a lot of times, either my husband or my therapist will say, well. You know, then why don't you stop working if you're so stressed out? Because that's one less thing on your plate. And I'm like, but work is the only thing that keeps me sane. Like, I understand it can be stressful, you know, especially when you're um, a business owner. You kind of have to wear all the hats and do the things you may not always want to do. And I can at least split that with my sister. But so at the end of the day, there's the less pleasant parts of my business. Um, But at the same time, like, it is one of the few things that keeps me sane because of the fact that I actually do love what I do. I love being able to make an impact in my clients lives I, I love the connections that i get to make with people and the creativity of doing a design from start to finish and being able to come up with something that i truly love all of those things are things that certainly outweigh the stressors that it may bring me on some days 
So it's easier said than done to say, well, then if you stop working, you'd have less stress. Maybe, in theory, but even if I did, it would also take away the positive parts of my business. Right. And I certainly think that would outweigh it. For me, that don't work. And I don't <laughs> mind as a devil's workshop. Right. <laughs> I've got to be, bu be busy. That's, I'm just speaking for me. Sounds like maybe you're kind of uh, the similar type person. Mm -hmm. But if I don't have anything to do, I could spend myself, you know, into the ground. Right. It'd be good. So, but right. good for you. Good for you. I'm happy to hear that. Um, I'm happy to hear. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not necessarily happy to hear that depression and anxiety is something that you deal with, but it's good that you, you get help. And that's another message that I try to get out is that if you experience things like that, you know, you should definitely get help, you know, talk to somebody, talk to a professional if you can, you know, so you're, you're talking to someone and that's good. And, and you're kind of seeing, you're kind of seeing the, the benefits of, of all of that stuff in your story right now, you know, the having, having purpose, um, having an, an identity, finding your identity, talking to, to a professional, you know, talking to a loved one, you're, you're doing it. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. We got it all. We got all the parts right here. And, and I also think, you know, another important thing for me has been, especially with the children being home all day, every day, thanks to COVID is finding something that doesn't involve a screen, right? Like my handwriting, very not stereotypically, is terrible. People are always surprised when they see my handwriting because they expect that neat little block type and that's just not how I do. Um, but so lettering is actually, hand lettering is actually something that I've taken up so that I can slow my mind down and really focus on what I'm doing on something that's not, wow. you know, screen related. Um, and I think it's really helped because again, it's something else that's just for me. And it's something that forces me to, to focus on the moment when too often I'm kind of just moving from one thing to the other to the other. Um, and so I think that's very important for not just moms or wives, pretty much anybody to really have hobbies in this day and age that don't involve a screen because absolutely, yeah. you know I'm pretty much staring at a screen 24 seven. Right, so anything yeah, that absolutely. could take me away from it <laughs> is a good idea. Yeah, great, great, yeah. That's awesome advice, that's awesome advice. Um, to kind of get back on on track with with the business just a couple just one quick question well i guess i got a couple more questions but uh you know are you guys seeing are you guys seeing any success are you are you are you doing okay are you you still so, I mean, i'm sure you're always in the business to look for for more clients but i mean are you are you guys doing okay i mean i will say our business is not a six-figure business not something that we've quite reached yet, you know, but we work with a lot of different people and we have steady enough business going on. Could it be better? Sure. Partially why I'm doing, you know, stuff like this and our views to kind of get the, the word out. My sister and I have actually set a goal to help a hundred military spouses this year. Um, and we're nowhere close. So we'd be like to get the word out about it. Uh, whether it's through the website design or through our mentoring program that's coming up or our courses that we're getting ready to launch as well. Um, we really want to be able to help as many military spouses as we can to start, run or grow the business of their dreams. Um, I feel like I haven't really taken advantage, which is a horrible way to put it, but of the military community up until very recently. Um, where I really realized that it's not just a benefit for me, but I mean, there are a lot of people within the military community that could use my help. Um, and I just don't think that I was really thinking about that and reaching out to people as much as I could have. So we haven't really had too many military clients short of like personal referrals from people that we already knew and worked with in the past. Right. So it's only in the past really few months that we've started kind of reaching out to people um, to, to see who we could work with and who we could help more in this capacity. 
Um, but we're hoping that that can change, you know, in the next few months with everybody yeah. kind of trying to get back to their new normal um, and trying to figure out if that new normal includes a job or if it includes starting their own business, especially with, you know, people realizing that nothing is really guaranteed nowadays. You know, my yeah. husband's yeah. job yeah. is something that you would have thought isn't going anywhere. But now, you know, COVID has hit the tourism industry very hard. Um, and we're not sure if they'll ever go back to normal and even if they do, how long they'll take. Um, so I can understand why for some people they might be like, you know what, now's as good a time as any to make that leap. Like if that's I'm not going to get a paycheck anyway, that's what I love. That's what I always say. <laughs> I say, go for it. Unfortunately, actually, that's gotten me into trouble a couple of times, but whatever. That was, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen the speech that Jim Carrey made at um at a commencement ceremony when he was talking about his father who was an accountant or something for a long time and he ended up getting fired and their whole family was like messed up financially for a while because of it he was like and you know that taught me you can fail at doing what you don't love so you might as well do what you love and that's a message that has always resonated with me yeah. um because it's absolutely true right you can work in an industry your whole life and end up getting fired right before it's time to get your pension right. and then you've spent your whole life planning for something that didn't even work out and you know it is what it is now i always tell my sister with a caveat i understand that i'm speaking from a place of privilege my husband makes a steady paycheck so when i follow my dreams he's coming behind me with the steady paycheck so yeah. that's easier said than done for me but right. ended up for other people it's not necessarily right, yeah. an option but if it's an option i absolutely encourage you to follow your dreams and to actually find something that you care about because it makes times like what's going on now that much easier to handle when you're actually doing something that you love instead of dreading getting up every morning right right totally agree wow i'm excited I'm, i mean i'm like i don't know i that's 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 another great thing about this project is i talk i, I love talking to ambitious people when I talk to ambitious people, I just get amped up and I'm ready to take on like 10 more projects and that's not good. But I love you've got some really great energy and I tell you what, I really, really wish you the best of luck and I'll, I'll do what I can through this platform to try to maybe bring some, some attention your way if I can. But, uh, you know, congratulations on... Um, on, on finding your identity and, and getting your business started, especially especially going into business with your sister, your twin sister. That's got to be cool. Most days. Hey. <laughs> I mean, it's just about setting boundaries, right? I don't say right. anything to her that I wouldn't say to a coworker that wasn't family. And following that rule, we've only had like one argument in 10 years, business okay. related. We've only had one argument in 10 years, uh, which is pretty good for us. So it, it really is about, you know, drawing boundaries. But at the same time, People are like, you know, you have your sister. Isn't she great for accountability? No. We sh I'm bad influence on her. She's a bad influence on me. Nothing ever gets done. Like, it's terrible. <laughs> that's pretty cool. It is terrible. That's, 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 that sounds like it could be fun. It, I mean, <laughs> I understand it could be, it could be, it could also add, probably add a little bit to the stress, but it right. sounds like it could be fun. Well, I tell you what, um, you know what? I got one more, I got one more question. Um, I know I asked you a little bit, like, do the do the spouses have to come with you with ideas, that sort of stuff? Just out of curiosity, what kind of ideas, um, if you if you have any to share, you know, what kind of ideas have worked? What kind of ideas have you worked with? What kind of have worked? Um, what kind of ideas would you recommend for spouses, maybe? So 
recently we launched our challenge which is the five days to launching your side hustle as a va business um something the title is something along that <laughs> but the point is we're teaching virtual uh we're teaching military spouses how to run their how to start their own virtual assistant business which i think is ideal for pretty much any military spouse it can travel with you you can do it out of your own home on your own schedule and you can do it based on the skills that you have right like in my case i know how to do wordpress if i want to be a wordpress virtual assistant i can do that you could have be a virtual assistant that does the administrative stuff that you would think of as an assistant in an office doing like calendar email that sort of thing uh, if you were good at social media you could do social media uh, graphics and posting and that sort of stuff. So the good thing about a virtual assistant is it really is very flexible in that you can be as niche as you want or as general as you want and work with whoever you want. Um, and the, the startup costs are minimal, right? Most people have a computer. That's pretty much all you need to be a virtual assistant. Okay. Um, now, I will say being a virtual assistant, like any other business, you still have the um, the problem problem of finding clients, sure, but you're gonna have that with pretty much any business. But regarding as like starting up and what you need in order to start up, I think it's kind of the easiest thing for most military spouses to do. Now, the other option for military spouses would be for anyone who's actually crafty. I am not, but for anyone who is crafty, you know, they could make products and sell them on Etsy, sell them on their website, sell them on Amazon. Um, the only thing about that is depending on where you PCS, then that is a little bit harder to travel with you because if you have to ship products, that may become harder depending on oh, yeah. where you go. So something that includes products, whether it's handmade or anything else, that that's the only consideration you'd have, you know. Um, but I think that for most military spouses, it's about finding what you already do and what you're already good at and finding a way to translate that into a way to make money, right? If you're a fitness person you start a fitness blog and you sell you know exercise plans and nutrition plans uh the last person that we spoke to on my sort of facebook live show she was uh i want to say a, a dietitian or a nutritionist um and she started her own online business doing meal plans for people so it really is about taking what you love and then finding some sort of way to kind of turn it into a product or turn it into a service and then you know being able to use that to make money um there's actually quite a few resources out there for military spouses to help them start and run their business um the only thing i would say about those resources is sometimes they can be kind of general because of the fact that they're trying to help as many people as possible but right. sometimes that kind of backfires and you don't necessarily get all the help that you need so it's important for spouses for any resources that they use to make sure that they are taking that into account taking into account what they really need and you know only using the resources that will actually benefit them because otherwise you're just wasting your time and spinning right. your wheels yeah. and i know all about that <laughs> yeah yeah i'm a little familiar too um <laughs> well I'll tell you what um how, how do people find you how do they how do they get in touch with you so my main website is sitewit, sitebiz, S-Y-T-B-I-Z.com. And for my passion project is Operation Site Launch, Operation S-Y-T Launch.com. And then on Facebook, it's sitebiz. And on Instagram, it's a sitebiz. Now, I'm not actually that active on Instagram, but if you want to find me on there, you can. Okay. <laughs> um, people always ask us why our name is sitebiz or Operation Site Launch. And they said, is that site like in a website and i'm like no because when we first started our 
website design business in 2013, we were actually Save Your Time Biz Solutions, but we would keep shortening it to Site Biz Solutions. Yeah. And then I think after two years, we dropped the solutions and it just became Site Biz. Yeah. And then we were like, oh, that actually sounds like website. And we just kept using it that way. There you go. And we're actually going to trademark it too. But I was like, it's a complete coincidence that that was how that happened. Because yeah, it was cool just though. a complete chance. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. All right. Well, you know what? This is the part before we before we conclude here. This is, I didn't, I didn't prepare you for this, right? Pop quiz. Pop quiz. No, it's not a pop quiz. I just, I like to try to get as genuine a response as, as I can. Before I conclude these interviews, I like to ask whoever I'm interviewing if they could share any piece of advice, any nugget of information, anything at all with anyone, like life advice, anything, whatever. It doesn't, you, it could be something that completely different than what you've already mentioned. If there was anything that you would share that you could share with anyone, what would it be? I think that this is an important thing for military military spouses, moms, but pretty much anybody it applies to, is that you need to take care of yourself before you can take care of anybody else. A few years ago, I had a random doctor's appointment after I'd been hiding for the doctor for a while and they ended up finding a problem, which if it had not been found, could have turned into something much bigger and much worse. But it was just lucky that I happened to go to the doctor. Considering that I take my kids to the doctor every other week, I couldn't find 15 minutes to take myself because, you know, mine's not as important. My kids are important. Um, but if that had, you know, progressed, then my kids wouldn't have anyone to take care of them. So I think it's really important for anybody to remember that you have to take care of yourself too. And first, if anything, because if you're not feeling well, if you're not taking care of yourself, whether that's mentally, physically, then you're not really left with anything to give to other people. And you know, then everybody else suffers too anyway. So if you need that in order to justify to yourself why you take care of yourself, then that's as good a thing as any to tell yourself. But the reality is, you know, you have to remember that you're just as important as everybody else. And so you have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself uh, just as well as you're doing for whether it's your kids, your husband, anyone else. You have to take care of you too. Absolutely. 100% agree. Thank you for sharing that. And I think uh, anybody who hears that, hopefully, you know, they will they will take that to heart because it's, it's it as, um, you know, young or old, it applies to, it applies to, um, to so many people under so many situations. So right. thank you very much for sharing that. Absolutely. Um, well, Lily, Dag Dag, thank you very much for being a guest on my podcast episode, show, interview. I still haven't quite got it figured out what the heck this <laughs> is, but it's a, it's a, I, I appreciate you sitting down with me and talking with me and sharing your story, uh, sharing a little bit about your, a little bit of your time. Um, I really hope that no this is going to make an impact on someone whether it does immediately or down the road it's going to make a difference so i really appreciate you sharing your time hopefully we can get some people headed your direction so you can help some so you can you can meet that hundred hundred uh military spouse goal right helping 100 military spouses um really appreciate your time though and i wish you all the best uh all, all the best uh success future endeavors, so on and so forth with the family, especially. And uh, thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye. If you, liked, uh, if you liked this episode and you want to see future episodes, 
This is on YouTube for the YouTube followers. Click like, subscribe, and share, please. Hit the little bell for the notifications so that way you hear about future episodes. This will be uh, put down into podcast form, and the podcast is available on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, wow. CastBox, and it'll also be on my website, thiswo-light.com. Um, take care. I really appreciate your time again, Lily. Uh, you guys take care. God bless. This has been the This Way Out podcast, a part of the This Way Out project. The This Way Out podcast can be found on Google, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and CastBox. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear future episodes, please subscribe. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, recommend future topics, provide feedback, or any other reason, you can comment on this episode or send me an email at thiswo.light at gmail.com. That's T-H-I-S-W-O dot L-I-G-H-T at gmail.com. If you're interested in the other aspects of the This Way Out project, be sure to visit my website at thiswo-light.com.